Medicine in medieval England, 1250 to 1500. The church and tradition had a lot to answer for when it came to the lack of progression in medicine in medieval England, but individuals were at fault too. I remember how individuals affected medicine by thinking of wags. Why, you may ask? Because wags indicate the four points that we always need to consider. The first of which is, other than physicians, women were at the heart of medicine in medieval England. They practiced medicine that had been taught to them by their mothers and fathers. Women, for example, often acted as midwives or were local wise women who would use their handed down skills and knowledge when there were medical emergencies. They could also train as surgeons by working as apprentices, but could not be doctors or physicians. Apothecaries. Well, they were the people who mixed ointment and medicines for physicians, and they learnt how to do this from other apothecaries. So the traditions were handed down and there wasn't a lot of change. Next, we come to the letter G in WAGS, and you've got it, it's Galen again. The church still believed in the teachings of Galen and Hippocrates because they seemed to make sense. People did vomit yellow and black bile when they were sick and sneeze phlegm when they were ill. Galen and Hippocrates also said doctors should observe patients and take notes. This made sense and the church liked their teachings and taught others to like them too. Finally, S for scientists. How many scientists and physicians do we know from medieval times? The answer is not very many. Individuals did not challenge the church, so there were no famous doctors or scientists from this time, as there were no medical breakthroughs to report. Next time, we'll take a look at how the monarchy affected medicine during medieval times on the GCSE podcast. <laughs>